Donning her new persona as a business owner, she continued, The shop's been in the family for generations. My great-great-grandmother opened it in 1897 as a treatment center for hysteria. It was one of the first places in the city to have electricity, which of course powered the equipment. Once upon a time, there were 18 electromechanical vibrators in operation from the time the shop opened in the morning until it closed in the evening. She made a small fortune, booked months in advance. Regular customers, too, from affluent families. They just kept, pardon my pun, coming. Bruce shook his head, still absorbing the news. As more and more households got electricity, she gradually shifted from selling the service to selling the actual merchandise for home use. And she made sure her products were always cheaper than the model Sears advertised as a device for anxiety and female tension. Those mainstream promotions disappeared in the 1930s when the porn industry made it impossible to overlook a vibrator's true purpose. Even so, a few of the climax closets, as Aunt Viv called them, stayed in operation clear through World War II. Her predecessor, my great-great-aunt Sophie, even accepted ration coupons and payment. Sugar, coffee, gasoline, shoes. Whoa, slow down, Bruce interjected. Where'd you get all this information, anyway? Mandy shrugged. I grew up with it. Some of it was bound to sink in. Plus, it's my legacy. Fascinating stuff, huh? And it's all yours now. The whole enchilada. That makes you a very wealthy woman. Not yet, Mandy reminded him. First, I have to meet the terms of her will and spend the night in the shop. Alone.